So here we are, Poetry Lunch Podcast is back. And the last time we were on the podcast, Mr. Chaput was how long ago? It was like a year, pre-pandemic, right? Pre-pandemic. It's good to be back. And so we are back in force. And uh, it's Mr. Chaput and I, but we welcome any students or other faculty who want to join us as well as we go forward. Because we'd like to do a few more podcasts before the year ends. I have absolutely missed it. We've been able to do our Poetry Lunch, which has been great. Um, but this is, this is a lot of fun, and the more we can share, the better. Definitely. So we have two, two poems today that Mr. Chaput and I shared at lunch just last week. And uh, Mr. Chaput's has undergone several revisions, and then my un underwent another revision, not only with, with you, but also with my outside poetry group. Yeah, I love it. Can't wait to hear it. So Mr. Chaput, why don't you give us a little backstory and uh, jump, jump in on yours. All right, so Mrs. Chaput and I just bought a house in Mattapoisett. Um, we did that in November, and it has a big gravel driveway. And we decided that um, travel, excuse me, the gravel, the gravel driveway, excuse me, needed another layer of stone. And so we did it, and this poem came out uh, from that process. Okay. So it's called Riverstone. We did the driveway by hand, my wife and me. Two short shovels and an old rake, the handle worn, smooth and bent. In the rain, we flailed into the pile of Riverstone, hunched and sweating, mostly silent, the stillness broken by the slicing shovels and the steel cascade of the rocks heaved in and out of the groaning wheelbarrow. In a week, the job was done, the road to the house smooth and gray, and we sat, me with my arm around her, holding a warm beer and said, we did good, exactly like my uncle used to do. That night, wildflowers germinated and bloomed, shrugged off the river stones so that when we woke, they were there, arching towards the rising sun. And you, you want to share with us the significant changes that you made the last stanza in particular? Well, uh, yeah, so the, the whole poem, first of all, was completely bloated and uh, rotund, and you sliced <laughs> much of the language out, and that, that happened during poetry lunch over yep. the last two weeks, and that was... Super great and much appreciated feedback, and I think makes it a lot better. I still think maybe I could tweak it even further and cut out uh, maybe a line or two. But the last stanza, I was thinking about it. I worked on it this morning, and I, when I woke up and I was kind of looking at it, I just couldn't figure out what the point. Like, what's the point of the last stanza? Mm -hmm. And I think what I'm trying to get at is no matter what human beings do, good, bad, or otherwise, and typically I think when it comes to the environment, at least currently, um, you know, we have some work to do there. Uh, nature prevails. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, so on the one hand, we kind of smoothed our driveway out. We were really proud of it. But it was nature's way of saying, you know what? Like, we'll be here after you're gone. And it was also really beautiful. Like, the wildflowers are really kind of, they're spectacular. They're all purple and, and blue. And so that's what I was trying to get at. That kind of no matter what, no matter how permanent you kind of think what we do is, uh, it's not. <laughs> and there you are putting down a gravel driveway in order to really somehow control or defeat nature too. Yeah, literally 12 hours later though, we're back. <laughs> and then of course, uh, if there's a couple flowers, there'll be more. And there'll be more, I, I would assume. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Since then, uh, hundreds, literally. So it's been great. Yeah. So um, one thing I might suggest is uh, what, what was the driveway like? What did it look like before you ordered the gravel? 
That's a good point. Um, like what 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 made us decide to right. add another yeah, layer? Exactly. Yeah. It's just basically bare dirt in part in patches. Yeah. So it'd be like old stone. Um, I believe it was gravel. It was, it was clearly dirt at one time, and then then made you know one layer of gravel, and it just didn't quite cover it all. Um, so it looked patchy, and it was totally serviceable. It's just like the ego getting the ego. The, the ever present and. Well, it's a bit of a nice aesthetic, too, a nice gravel exactly. driveway. Exactly, that was the idea. But uh, it was just so funny, to, after all that work, for, to have these little flowers just go poop. <laughs> yep. And it's interesting that you chose to gravel the driveway rather than having put down macadam, pavement. Totally, yeah. Um, so that's a nod toward a more natural driveway. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. Mr. Chaput and I are definitely, um, you know, anything we can do to kind of preserve the environment or help in any way we're, we're down to do so it was a natural it wasn't ever we didn't even consider doing hard top black yeah. top so yeah so if if you were to put it away for a couple of days and come back to it what other changes might you continue to make to it well i repeat stone a lot in the poem um and that's something that i think i would like to cut out mm -hmm. or change find another way, because it's a missed opportunity, right, to kind of get enliven it or, and breathe life into it. Just say stone, stone, stone. Like, you guys get it. Uh, what about it, you know? Because they're kind of interesting shapes, too. They're three-quarter inch. Um, and they had this gray dust on it, which turned to a really mm. kind of interesting mud, uh, which got on everything and went everywhere. So that could be added in. That I could think. definitely be added in. Yeah. And particularly, perhaps more attention to the actual days of shoveling. Yeah, right. We just gloss right over that. Because it, as you shovel, you became much more, uh, for lack of a better word, intimate with all of the gravel and yeah. the stones. You began to, you know, you were stones. It kind of reminds me of, you know, Robert Frost's poem after apple picking. Yeah. He's yeah, after yeah, apple yeah, picking, yeah. and he dreams of apples. It's true. And, you know, that makes me think of something else, which is I, I allude to the relationship between Mr. Schaput and myself uh, with, the, you know, my arm around her sitting on the porch admiring what we've done. But, but it, it, you know, in some ways, that's even the most interesting part. It's like how doing, like how the labor affected our relationship. Yes. And you could actually. So we could explore that. Because there were times where just you shoveled. Just me and then just her. Just her. Oh, I would together, definitely work that in. Listening to music. Definitely. The days of shoveling, her alone, you alone, maybe you're looking at her and so on, yep. laboring. Yeah. And then the dust, the mud, I love that detail. I actually oh. messed up too and I, I laid it on too thick in a, the, the gravel, I mean, in a pretty irrelevant part of the driveway. So in like a, a, an important part of the driveway where a lot of the cars go, we were too thin. And that led to an interesting discussion. And I told you so a moment. So I could get into that. That's like totally devoid out of the poem right now. I would definitely work that cool. in. Cool. All right, I'll work that in. Because then it becomes a poem about, about many things. You know, nature yeah. won't, won't be held back, but also there's the relationship, the way it kind of grows and finds its way just as the flowers do. Finds I think its way among the gravel. I'm writing that down. Exactly. Awesome. All right. Well, I love this poem that you're about to read. I'm excited to hear the next draft. Uh, yep. Tell us about it. So this is titled The Lake, and um, it takes place at Lake Champlain off a place called Crater Club in Essex, New York. And that's a special place for my family. Um, years ago, 
my mother and father met there as teenagers because both of their parents had some homes there. And uh, it's always had a very special place in the Heavey household over the years. My dad going up there and then when Alex and I got married, we actually had our honeymoon at Lake Champlain wow. at Essex and Crater Club. And then we always went back for visits as well. And uh, just this past March, um, my wife and I were up at um, Lake, Lake Placid doing some skiing and snowshoeing and so on. And during one kind of mild, slightly drizzly day, we decided to go over to um, Essex and visit the spot where, during a family reunion about 10 summers ago, we actually took my mom and dad's urns. They were both cremated. Um, and during that reunion 10 years ago, we paddled out in kayaks, my siblings and I, and we sank the urns so that my mom and dad could finally be together awesome. uh, down below, 15 feet below, maybe about 50 yards off the shore of... Uh, Lake Champlain. So this was going back to the spot. So that's what this is about. It's called the lake. Below the gray, gray glass sheen of Lake Champlain, 100 yards out, 20 feet under, mom and dad nestle in their urns. 10 years later, I'm back on this dock looking for the marker. The urns made the family rounds for years until we decided it was time. Casting the ashes to the frisky Champlain wind, was abandoned for fear of blowback. We kids kayaked out, said our goodbyes, pushed them under. They were true to form. Dad sank smartly on cue. Mom bobbed about, enjoying a light chop. We flooded her urn. She was a water being, after all, with a textbook stroke, long and sleek and elegant. She figured her life would unfold like an aquatic ballet. But five marriages, 25 moves, four kids later, Choreography was not her strength. A synchronized swimmer in college, she captained her smiling mermaids gleaming in aqua blue. Now a flower, now a pivoting wheel, sculpted arms reaching for the Florida sun. She figured her life would unfold like an aquatic ballet. Here she is resting with dad in the lake where they, teenage romantics, canoed a moon-washed August night just before the war. Dad monologued with every paddle. Mom gazed at the dancing moonlight, choreographing a lovely life with every stroke and kick and smile neatly accounted for. I love it. It's so good. I love the verbs, nestled, your dad monologuing. <laughs> I love the verb monologue. <laughs> that was him. And there's another one. Um, blowback, not for fear of blowback, is such a great line. And I think we talked about this in, in lunch. I don't know if you've seen The Big Lebowski, but it reminds me of that scene at the end where that's exactly what happens. Yes, right. It's tragic and comical, but also tragic mm -hmm. to, be, yeah. to be avoided. Yeah, that's no, great. That's really good. Nestled in their urns. Nestled in their urns. And... Uh, they divorced when I was 11, and uh, they both remarried, mm -hmm. as I alluded to in the poem, my mom multiple times. But uh, throughout their various marriages and as they aged, they also became good friends. Yeah. And uh, they died years apart, and for a while, um, my uh, stepmom had my father's urn, kept it with her, and then she gave it to my older sister. And then uh, my younger sister, Julie, had my mom's ashes when right. when she passed, and so we figured, well, we, we need to bring them back together, right? And this was a place that was very special to them. It's, it's, yeah, what a spot. So, yes. Oh. Uh, 
So it's, uh, and I know the spot because there's kind of a, a little uh, like stick or marker out in the water. Yeah. But uh, Sam, my son, suggested, you know, some summer day we ought to go up there and just kind of snorkel or dive yeah, down yeah, and see yeah. if we can actually see the I'm birds. Sure you will, yeah. <laughs> Depending on the time of year, I think the, it's pretty clear up there. It is. The water is um, pretty cold. Very cold. Even very, in summertime. Very cold. The top two feet are swimmable and sort of warm. <laughs> kind of like the main coast. Borderline but pleasant. You, but once you plunge under those two feet, <laughs> yes, it becomes, becomes almost arctic. Freeze cold. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there it is, the lake. And so we have, interesting that both are about family and relationships. Yep. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And... Uh, Special places. You've got a new place, a driveway, new gravel driveway to a new house. So I return to a very old place. Yeah. Exactly. Excellent. Well, that was a lot of fun. Great to be back. Great to be back. And uh, we will get on the air again in a week or two with something new and fresh. So if anybody wants to join us, uh, please do just contact Mr. Chaput or Mr. Kiwi, and we will... Uh, be sure to include you. So that's it for now. Poetry Lunch Podcast from Library Tabor Academy. See ya.